This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Steamy Sex Story Podcast. Short sex stories, bite-sized story. For the ones in a rush, link in the description. and Check them out for a quick smile to your face. Welcome to my friend's Erotic Stories Podcast, Reddit's Best Erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Our girl of the story, Anne Marie Bubalo, check her Instagram linked below while listening to the story. The next story is posted by user Tom Sawyer 312 from r slash erotica. The title of this post is I face fucked my 20 year old tenant after she wrecked my wall. Part one, sit back and enjoy the story. I am currently renovating the bathroom in one of my houses and I just finished moving a light fixture and installing a drywall patch which reminded me of a series of events that took place at a rental property that I own. This experience happened about four years ago. When I was 28, both of my parents died in an auto accident when I was 20 years old and in a final act of love and support. They left me, their only child, with no debt. A good chunk of assets their house that was mostly paid off. Their retirement fund, etc. Along with a little over a million dollars in life insurance. If it would have been up to a grieving 20-year-old, that money probably would not have stretched into my late 20s if I were solely in charge. Thankfully, my mom's sister, Aunt June, stepped in and assumed the role of a lighthouse in the fucking hurricane that my life had become that year. She made sure I saw a counselor to process my parents' untimely death in a healthy way and helped me work with a financial advisor to make sure the money my parents left me lasted a while. That woman is a saint, and I owe much of where I am today to her. Fast forward nearly a decade, and I was in a great spot financially, which allowed me to pursue my passion for designing and building furniture and art, and eventually turn it into a modest business. One of my other streams of revenue were a few properties that I purchased and rented out, one of which was in the same city that I worked and lived in. This house was a four-bed divided by DeBath near a university that I rented to students. I lived about half an hour away in the industrial, commercial area of the city, so I managed the property myself. I am pretty handy, and I miss doing yard work in the spring, summer, so I don't mind doing the upkeep on the house and saving money on landscaping for half the year. The year that this story took place, I had rented the house to four young women, all 1920th years old. I initially met with three of the roommates to do the move and walk through and explain how to request maintenance. The fourth roommate, Maddie, wasn't back from summer break yet so I wasn't able to meet her prior to them all moving in. It was early August at the time, and I typically do the yard work at the house through mid to late September. So I was over there every Saturday morning to mow, edge, weed, and handle any maintenance inside the house that the tenants needed. Maddie had moved in couple weeks after the start of the lease, so we still had not had a chance to introduce ourselves. It was the Saturday before classes started and I headed over to the house around 10am as I usually did to get going on the yard. I pulled up in front of the house, parked, and hopped out of my truck, 
heading to the shed in the backyard to pull out the yard tools. I get about halfway to the shed before I hear um, excuse me, from behind. I turn around to see a woman who clearly had just finished up a run. She was wearing a sports bra and running shorts, and her face was flushed and sweaty. Me, I said as I pointed to myself. Yeah, can I help you with something? She shouted in condescending tone. No, just going to grab the mower. But thanks, I shouted back. As soon as she realized I was supposed to be there, she let her guard down a bit. Oh, you're the landscaper, she asked. Well, I'm actually the owner, but today I'm also the landscaper I quipped back. She immediately gave an embarrassed expression and started walking towards me. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally thought you were just some rondo trying to break into the house. You must be Luke, she laughed. No worries, I take it you are Madeline, I asked. I go by Maddie, she said, as she stuck out her hand to shake mine. As she approached, it became clear that she was very attractive. She has probably 55-ish, long dirty blonde hair that was pulled back into a ponytail. Fucking killer legs, curvy hips that lit to slender waist. She had soft, puffy lips, large almond-shaped light brown eyes, and gorgeous smile. I shook her hand and asked her where she was from. She told me that she was a junior, at the university, studying to be an accountant, moved from out here from the Midwest. She asked me if I owned a bunch of rentals, and I explained that I owned just the one here and managed it myself because I'm close and don't mind doing the work. She was polite, bordering on flirty, but with it being our first interaction, I wasn't about to jump to any conclusions. I spent the next couple of hours, working on the yard with my headphones on. I noticed Maddie had come out onto the deck to catch some mid-morning sun about halfway through. After I put all the tools back in shed and locked up, I made my way up the stairs to the second-story deck to ask if the girls needed anything looked at before I left for the day. Maddie was now in a bikini top that showed off her large breasts that were previously well hidden by her sports bra. I'm not going to pretend that I know cup sizes, but they were impressive. She said the she they were all good, and I headed back home to get the rest of my day going. A little later than evening, I got a text from a number I didn't recognize. Hey, this is Maddie from the rating house. Just wanted you to have my number. I always give my cell number to tenants so they can reach me if there are any issues. So this wasn't out of the ordinary. Although I usually wouldn't get a text that wasn't some kind of request. In the end, I didn't give it a second thought. The next weekend, I didn't get to the house until after one, which ended up being a poor choice on my part because the temperature had been creeping into the triple digits all week. I got to work and quickly shed my shirt as the sweat started pouring. It wasn't long after that I noticed out of the corner of my eye that I had an audience in the second-story window looking over the backyard. To steal a line from the office, I am aware of the effect I have on women especially some of the college girls that I end up renting to. I was the fat, funny kid in high school and eventually became the fat, depressed kid the first couple years of college. After my parents passed, I finally decided to get my shit together. I hit the gym hard and got my nutrition in check. By my senior year, I had reduced my body fat to under 15% while packing on a good bit of muscle and learned that under all that fat was an attractive dude. From then on, I took my fitness and nutrition very seriously, and I had a body that showed it. I learned how to dress myself like an adult, started taking care of my skin and hair. And as a result, women started to pay attention to me. I have to say, I don't hate the attention. Tenants being flirty with me wasn't uncommon, 
but I never pursued any of them because I figured it would have been way more trouble than it's worth. I still feel that way, mostly. I shot a full glance at the window and saw three heads quickly dart out of view. I laughed to myself and finished up my work. I put my shirt back on, and as always, I knocked on the front door to ask I needed to look at anything before I headed home. The door swung open, and I was greeted by Maddie, giggly and red-faced. I asked if they needed anything from me before I left. She said that they didn't, and I went on my way. That ended up being the weekly routine for the next few weeks. As the nice weather stuck around through September, it finally started getting to wet and cold for me around the first or second weekend in October. So I let my landscaper know I needed him to start back up the following weekend. I shot a group text to all four girls to let them know that the landscaper would now be coming by instead of me. Later that night, I received a text from Maddie directly. Did you retire? Sorry. Done with the landscaping game. Oh, that. Yeah, I'm a fair weather gardener. I will pick it back up in the spring. Oh, that's too bad. I'll miss seeing you every weekend winking face. This caught me by surprise. Maddie had always polite and at times a little playful, but this was quite a progression in tone. I decided it would be best to downplay it as much as possible. As hot as Maddie was, I still felt getting involved with a tenant wasn't worth the eventual headache. Well, if you girls didn't take such good care of the house, there would be more stuff for me to fix. I thought, great, that was playful, but professional. Now that you mention it, the water pressure on the detachable shower head is a little too low. Fuyuk me, this was going to be more difficult than I thought. Again, I decided to play coy. Shoot, I'll stop by on Thursday to see what I can do. You're the best smiling face with smiling eyes. I stopped at the house that Thursday afternoon, and it turned out Maddie wasn't home. I checked the shower head, and sure enough the water pressure was low. Maybe I was reading too much into her texts. I messed around with the flow restrictor and decided to flush the water heater just in case. As I finished up, Maddie walked in through the open garage door. Hey there stranger, she said, approaching me for what looked like a hug. The only physical contact we had ever was the initial handshake, so this out of place. Sorry, I'm all grimy, as I shifted my weight back to deny the hug in most gracious way possible. I adjusted shower head and drained the water heater to make sure there wasn't any sediment blockage. It should be good to go. But if it continues to be a problem, I can bring a replacement head over. Well, aren't you handy? Do you want to stick around for a drink? She asked, seemingly eager to keep me around a little longer. Oh, I wish I could. I have a hot date with my accountant to catch up on my quarterly taxes. Rain check. I did have a hot accountant, and we did occasionally sleep together. So not entirely untrue. Damn, I barely got to see you. She whined. We were never nearly this friendly so I was a little bit out of my element. Trying to keep it light, I walked past her towards my truck in the driveway and said, Well, start breaking more shit, and I'll have more reasons to come over. A devilish grin spread across Maddie's face as she said, Oh, I see how it is. I'm kidding, please don't destroy my house. I quickly shot back. Fast forward a few weeks. It was now November and we had colder than normal temperatures. We were hitting overnight lows in the teens, which was uncommon for our area. Around noon on Tuesday, or Wednesday, I got a text from Maddie. Hey, the sink won't turn on, but I think I hear running water somewhere. Fuck, that sounds like a burst pipe. I was in the middle of a pretty complex, glue up for a walnut credenza I was building for a client. So the timing couldn't be worse. I dropped what I was doing, 
shot her a text that I was on my way and hopped in my truck. She responded saying that the front door was unlocked and to just come inside, she was in the kitchen. I screeched into the driveway that was empty. She must be the only one home. Bolt up the steps, burst into the door, and immediately stopped dead in my tracks. Maddie was standing in front of me in what I would describe as the world's shortest skirt. A white button-down tied up above her navel. Basically Britney Spears in the Hit Me Baby One More Time music video, if she was even old enough to get that reference. Her tits were spilling out of the shirt that might as well have been painted on. My gaze moved down her tight stomach to the tiny skirt that hugged her round hips, barely covering her pussy. Her gorgeous legs were adorned with white thigh-high leggings. She had clearly spent some time putting on makeup and braiding her hair into pigtails and was wearing large thick-brimmed glasses. I could not fully comprehend what I was seeing. I was in full panic mode about half a second before being blindsided by what I still consider the hottest thing I've ever seen. I physically shook my head and stammered out. Where are you hearing the running water? She tilted her head and looked at me quizzically for a moment, then suddenly remembering the distress text she had sent 15 minutes earlier. Oh that, false alarm I guess she said, while smirking and shrugging her shoulder. What do you mean false alarm? You made it up. Why would you do that? I managed to stutter out, my brain obviously still not firing on all cylinders. Well you said the only way you would come over is if something was broken she said with a pouty lip. I immediately became very frustrated. This little stunt had probably cost me Fevemina's six hours of work back at my shop on a project that I was already a little bit behind on. So the water is working fine. There isn't a burst pipe somewhere. No, the pipes are fine. But I am very wet she said seductively. I stared at her for what seemed like 20 minutes, caught halfway between incredibly angry and incredibly turned on. In the end, my frustration prevailed and started to turn around to head back out the front door. Where are you going? She exclaimed, almost dumbfounded that I wasn't already halfway inside her. I can't say that blamed her. I can't imagine anyone had ever turned her down. Back to work. Don't contact me unless something is actually broken. I yelled back as I reached for the doorknob. The moment my hand touched metal, I heard a hollow crunch followed by tearing, then a hollow impact of something large hitting an interior wall. I spun around to see the light fixture that was on the wall leading up the stairs that Maddie was now standing next to was hanging out of the fixture box with chunks of drywall on the steps. Why the fuck did you do that? I shouted, both hands now on the top of my head, yanking my beanie off. Oops, the light broke she said softly with her index finger resting on a pouting bottom lip. What the fuck is wrong with you, Maddie? I yelled. The thought of going to a Gotham Home Depot at 5.30 p.m. on a weekday so I could install a drywall patch. On top of all of the work I would now have to redo on the custom commission I was in the middle of put me over the edge. I was fuming. If you need your holes filled this badly, try reaching out to someone your own age you stupid fucking slut. Even I was surprised at what had just come out of my mouth. I am typically not the dominating type in the bedroom and certainly have never degraded someone like that, ever. I immediately felt like a bad person. Maddie just looked at me with a slack jaw, then slowly closed her mouth and turned up a small smile. She thought this was a game. I'm sorry, I'm so clumsy. I think my shirt is too tight. I'm having a hard time moving around she said in a baby voice as she leaned forward while squeezing her substantial boobs together. Outside of the context of the situation, what an absurd thing to say. I was back to annoyed, but my other head was also getting ideas of his own. 
my pants suddenly felt a little tighter. In an effort to save myself more work, I decided to play her game. But by my rules, I took two steps towards her, and she backed down the couple of steps to my level. You know you're going to have to pay for that, right? I said straight-faced. I had finally gained a little bit of the upper hand, as her expression went from playful to perplexed. Her eyes started to widen, and her face started to flush. She began stammering an apology, when I gave the most subtle smile I could manage, then shifted back to a stern, emotionless expression. She immediately went silent, narrowed her eyes, and matched my smirk with her own. I can't afford to replace the light, and roommates will kill me if it comes out of the deposit. Isn't there some other way I can make it up to you? She begged. I paused for a moment and slowly exhaled. Take off your shirt and get on your knees I said firmly. Let's go up to my room to work this out she said as she grabbed my hand and attempted to pull me up the stairs. I stood firmly in place, not allowing her to pull me up towards her. Nope, we'll take care of this right here. I want to make sure you see the mess you made while I make a mess of you. I said with as little emotion as possible. She looked at me with a confused expression. She broke out of character for a moment. Wait, really? I don't know when my roommates will be home. What if one of them walks in? She said nervously. Then they will see me face fucking the dumb whore who wrecked my wall I said cavalierly as I shrugged. Her energy remained nervous, but her expression began to shift towards excited. Yes sir she said softly, with a slight waver of anxiety in her voice. She untied the knot in her shirt and revealed her phenomenal tits, large, round with soft nipples that were nearly the color of the rest of her skin. She folded her shirt and placed it on the ground before kneeling on it, putting her face directly in line with my belt. At this point, my dick was so hard you probably could have forged a sword on it, and looking back, it's a miracle that my expression hit the absolute roller coaster of nervous energy that was slamming around inside my head. Maybe I didn't play as coolly as I remember I did, but I like to think so. I had crossed the line about three miles ago, and there wasn't any going back at this point. I focused in on the torn drywall and wires hanging out of my wall and remembered the half-glued-together credenza that I was going to have to break apart and reconstruct tonight. And my attitude quickly went back to frustration. This dipshit has ruined my night. I'm at least going to get my dick sucked for it. She nervously fumbled with my belt and undid the button and fly on my pants. She pulled my briefs down and my dick sprang out at full attention. She looked up at me expectantly with her big brown eyes and I looked down with an expression that said well, get to it. She grabbed the base of my shaft with her right hand and placed her left hand above it as she took the tip in her mouth. She started to swirl her tongue around the tip as she slowly worked more of my length into her warm mouth. As her saliva began to coat my cock, she started to slide her hands up and down the shaft as her head bobbed back and forth, creeping down to the base. Bit by bit, she took her left hand off my shaft and moved them to my balls so she could continue working my length into her mouth towards the back of her throat. As she increased the tempo, her mouth became slicker as spit began dripping down her chin and onto her magnificent tits. Her nipples glistened with her own saliva. It was immediately clear she knew her way around a dick and that I was in for a hell of a ride. She began to lighting massage my balls as she worked my cock deeper and deeper into her throat. Slurping on my shaft as tears started welling up in her eyes. She started to let out little moans as she looked me dead in the eye and winked. I had about two more minutes left in me if I was lucky 
and judging by the start of my evening, I wasn't. I started thrusting my hips forward slightly when she moved her head towards my pelvis to take more of my cock, all the while working the shaft with her right hand and squeezing my balls with her left hand. Honestly, her hand, mouth coordination was off the charts, like nothing I had ever experienced. She eventually took her right hand off my shaft and put both hands on my hips in order to impale herself on my cock, shoving it deeper into the back of her throat. I'm assuming she didn't even know how to spell gag, as it clearly wasn't a part of her everyday life. She began to bottom out, and I could feel her lower lip approaching my ball sack with every pump. Thirty more seconds I thought to myself, as I felt the cum welling up inside me. It seemed she had other plans, because on the next thrust down her throat, I felt her tongue begin swirling on the underside of my shaft at full deep throat, which was a new one for me. I immediately erupted into he back of her throat, certain that I was drowning this poor girl with my cum. To my surprise, she somehow managed to shove my cock deeper into her throat. She must have actually entered my body through my lower abdomen. There's really no other explanation as to how she got deeper down my shaft. She proceeded to suck every last drop of cum I had in my body, and probably some my body had yet to create. It took everything in my power to not collapse into a heap of euphoria on the floor. She finally broke the seal and wiped some of the saliva from around her mouth. She stood up, grabbed her shirt, and started to put it back on. I pulled my pants up and refastened my belt in somewhat awkward silence. So are we even? She teased. Not a fucking chance. I hate drywall patches I said as I finally fully exhaled. I'm going to get some supplies, and I'll be back in an hour to work on this. Afterwards, we will need to privately discuss how you can make this right I said sternly with a hint of sarcasm. Her face lit up, and she responded with another breathy yes sir. She walked past me and started up the stairs. It was then that it became clear that she was not wearing panties, and her arousal was evident by the glisten on her inner thighs as she strutted up towards the second level. That was the start of an intense year at the reading house. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe to be notified for future uploads. Thank you to the Patreons that help this podcast run smoothly. You have been listening to our Friends Erotic Stories.